Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot. Where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Welcome home, Brains. There's only one requirement to hang out on the edge, is that you open your big brain and close your small mind. Did you bring your thinking caps? It's time to put them on, because the conversation starts Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. How you doing? I got to get the hair out of my eyes. (laughs) I wanted to uh, welcome you here on the edge, the place where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Today, we're talking about the big D. Get your mind out the gutter. Divorce. (laughs) With our guest, Deborah Houston. Now, Brains, according to statistics, it says research estimates that 41% of first marriages end in divorce and 8.6% of second marriages end in divorce. After researching about 40 years, the record low to consecutive years has been 2020 and 2021 at 14% per 1,000 married women. The divorce rate rose slightly in 2022 to 14.56 per 1,000 married women. The overall trend in divorce rates since 2008 remains downward despite the slight increase in 2021 and 2022. Well, you know what, Brains? The underlying cause of divorce is that you ain't with the right one. Simple as that. And that could be for a variety of reasons and no fault of the other person. It's about consciously uncoupling, getting your head around the situation, finding out where all the bodies is buried, splitting up things equity, equitably, uh, loving on those kids so that they don't think that it's their fault, but ultimately finding yourself at the end of all this who are you? What do you want as an individual? How can you still be kind to a person that you've spent X amount of years with and move forward? So Deborah's going to talk to us about that and a whole lot more. Brains, let's welcome her to the show. Good morning, Deborah. How are you, beautiful? Good morning, beautiful. How are you? I can't complain about nothing and I'm happily married. Going on 40 years. Yes, girl, this will be our 40th anniversary, and I am still in love. I told him the other day, I got to get a hold of myself. He said, why? I said, because I'm sprung. (laughs) So I, you know, I can't speak intelligently, but I can speak intuitively on the subject of divorce because it is very, very trying. You don't stand there in front of, you know, a party of 200 people with your fineries on and cocktails and all that and before God and then end up in front of a magistrate with uh, tears in your eyes separating everything that you've built together. Tell us a little bit about your story, your journey, your truth, and then we'll go into the nuances and some uh, some more of the conversation around the word divorce. My journey into, you know, divorce, I was married and I was married for 17 years Mm. in a marriage that, 
you know, I, I, I don't want to say, what was I even thinking marriage in the first place? Um, you know, it ended amicably. It when we just realized one person was about growth and the other person was about simply contentment. And so it was mismatched, um, but it was mismatched for a very long time. And until you, you know, sit and process that what you're doing, the time you are spending and investing in this, this marriage, what are you getting out of it? Where are you going in it? Um, and if it's nowhere, then you have to make a, a really hard decision. And I made that hard decision. Um, and so, you know, at the time I was, you know, in my 40s and it's like, oh, if if I live to be, you know, 80, 90, that's 40, 50 more years. Do I want to be where I am now in that length of time? And I have to say the math wasn't mathing. As the young okay, that's that's the new buzz term. The math ain't math, and it ain't math. Ain't <laughs> you know, and so I made that decision, that conscious decision, um, to walk away. I walked away. I I wasn't. I was still in a state of. I don't know. Uh, I'm scared. I'm scared to death. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I am. The biggest thing that was on my side was time. Now I have to figure out what am I going to do with this time in this space of time. You know, I walked away, but I didn't date. Now let me let me uh let me dial back a minute. When you say time, are you talking about the time that is taking you to uh separate? or filling the gap of time now that you don't have this responsibility of being a co-partner to another individual? What what do you mean by time? Time, you know, we sit in our space of time and we, we worry. We worry about our age. We worry about it's moving and we're not. We worry about what do I do next? Um, and we just sit in a state of rumination. Mm -hmm. The mind just goes around and around the exact same thoughts, the exact same scenarios, and you do nothing to change it. You know, and you always you want to say, um, oh, "This is my, this is the season I'm in." I, you know, I'm just stuck. Well, no, stuck is not a season. Stuck is a cycle. And when you're stuck in a cycle, you're only going to change a cycle if you move. Correct. Correct. You know, cycles cycles don't change without movement. They don't. And you know what? My friend always uh, shared this with me. She said, there can only be change when the pain of remaining the same is greater than the pain of change. That's exactly right. So we have to put it in gear. Again, it takes time brains to get clarity, to figure out what it is that you want and get over the bitterness. Jeezly, Beasley, when you are caught up in that cyclone of bitterness, you are distracted 
hear me when I say, mm -hmm. in a divorce, there's no winners. There's mm -hmm. no winners. No. Everything that you had that was whole is now split in half or thirds or quarters, whatever. And as my mother used to say, God blesses the child that's got his own. Yes. Fuck you some money. Yes. You know, my mother's uh, cookie jar wasn't a cookie jar. She had to save. <laughs> <laughs> and she would stack her own loot because what I've seen is there's some contributing factors. Either it's control, abuse, money, sex, or power. Mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. is your superpower? What is it in you that ignites you that gives you the ability and the strength and the courage to work with individuals that are in this cycle now that you've moved on, Deborah. Breaking this, helping individuals break the cycle of anger, bitterness, not good enough. Um, and also some women put themselves in a space of, I'm married to a successful man, so Girl. therefore... I'm successful. And then when that marriage goes awry and you're left alone, it affects your worthiness. It affects your personal values because you don't, you never knew what those were anyway. And so therefore you're sitting there and you start the whole, I just messed everything up. Nobody's going to want me. I'm not smart enough for that. Because it was all based on what somebody else was doing. But the cold part is, too, it's your circle of influence. It's your circle of influence. You've been hanging around the country club. You've been hanging around the, you know, the, the after parties and this, that, and the other as a couple. And, mm -hmm. you know, somebody's done something. And now you are the topic of conversation. But don't forget when you were in that conversation about somebody else's business too. Yes. How you reflect back on yes. that and say, oh, now they're talking about me. Yes. Maybe give them something to talk about, how you have elevated, how you are graceful. You don't mm -hmm. need that same cluster of people. People are in your life for a reason and a season. So you have mm -hmm. to be careful about that because those naysayers are suppressing you. They're keeping you down. They're not trying mm -hmm. to, I look at some of these celebrities and I work in Hollywood, girl, and I see them all the time. And they just, they call them pass arounds. And just how, you know, one celebrity is going, well, a woman's got a right to date. Yeah. She can date three, four different guys if she wants, that's her business. You mm -hmm. know, but it's a stigma around that. So extract yourself, I think. Go to a retreat. Go on vacation. Go visit your mama. Do something to separate yourself so that you can gain clarity. Would you agree? I do agree, but I also want to add to that, not only that, but start doing the inner work mm. so that you surrender what somebody else is saying about you. Because once you get your mind wrapped around somebody else's, you know, talking about me and what are they saying, the mind gravitates to that. And then that becomes your focus. And that word, let me go back and break down that word distraction and distracted. This, removing, traction. Right. It gets you off track. Absolutely right. 
Yes. And we want to refocus. We want to focus on what's important. And that is right now, you. You are working on becoming the highest version of yourself. So therefore, you've got to bring in that watch yourself talk. I hear a lot of women talk about, you know, them when they talk about themselves to themselves, it's not positive. It's not and that, because it is their reality and their validation and substance is contingent mm -hmm. on that other person. Mm -hmm. So let's let's flip it for a minute. We've talked about the woman. Um Let's talk about the man. Mm -hmm. Okay. He's going through something too, Brace. He is. So don't discount that. Because they put on this facade and this front and this, you know, mochismo attitude. They realize, you know, I done jacked up or I've been screwed over because women do bad things too. They cheat. They lie. They steal. They do it too. And now mm -hmm. you've got another broken person that is vulnerable. What do you say to the band? I do coach men as well. And I actually enjoy coaching my men clients. Um, they open up and the things that they express, they are just as broken and they just, and they beat themselves up as well. Why or how did I attract that? What is it in me that I just keep getting these women that, that beat me down, beat me down verbally? Um, and, and the thing that I have found is they need nurturing as well. Mm -hmm. They need the guidance of who am I as well. Exactly. And you know what brings... Uh, you want to look at the mommy issues. <laughs> okay, really? How does a man relate to the relationship that he had with his mother? That's the first love that you fall in love with is your mom, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And girls, their father. You're looking at that role model. You're looking at this is, you know, that, that was a key factor in me marrying Mr. Magnificent about how he adored his mother. You know, how he adored. My mother lived with us for 30 years. Everybody got along. It was great. Everybody had their own space. But when my mother was passing, he would pass by me and go and check on her. You know, it is that interconnection. What is his vernacular when it comes to women? You can tell mm -hmm. if they've been broken and that cycle continues to repeat itself and uh, it shows up in a whole bunch of different ways. So now we've talked about the male, the female. Let's talk about, um, and it's not a new phenomenon, but it's a very popular phenomenon, the gay couple. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a different dynamic. I don't care what y'all say. It is a difference. Love is love, right? But the relationship between two women or two men is not the same as a male and a female in, I mean, or, or, yeah, uh, Mm -hmm, heterosexual mm -hmm. couple mm -hmm. it is a different dynamic do you deal with 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 those situations and because there's a lot of divorce in that in that community as well too and it, mm -hmm. you know two women girl i couldn't imagine <laughs> they probably scratching each other's eyes out and 
men, you know, they, they're rough and rugged. I, I don't even understand uh, mm -hmm. how, you know, there, there, there could be a difference, but there is a difference. Wouldn't you agree? I do agree. There is a difference. And the conversations they have is different. Um, love is, yes, love is love. You know, but they have a whole different struggle than other couples. You know, they are facing different adversities out in society than other couples. Mm -hmm. So they've got that to contend with inside of their marriage as well. And if each one is not, you know, clear and strong on who they are, their identity, and then it's, that's a whole nother, that brings up a whole nother layer of confusion absolutely absolutely mm -hmm. I, I, mm -hmm. but yes but 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 coaching you know coaching around that you have that layer of going deeper into their identity of and how they handle a society right you know and who they really are sees. at the core yes at their core yes yes because, because a lot of them forget right and you know what it is um it's shocking when you've been married to somebody for 15 years and they wake up and they say that you are not the flavor for me, baby. I, I, I like something else. And you're like, what? What? You know, right. You, you can't be, this can't be true. It can be devastating. Mm -hmm. It so is let's, devastating. Let's talk about the third parties, the children and the pets. Mm -hmm. I don't see people go to war over the dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They care more about who's going to go right than they care about that 3,000 square foot house. <laughs> go get the dog. Yes, yes, those sweet fur babies. Exactly. So the children. The children. You know, when I divorced, I had three beautiful boys. I'm a boy mom. Yes, so three beautiful boys. I have twins. And then, you know, the, my oldest one. Now... I lost my oldest child when he was 20 years old in a car accident. Oh, um, so that was part, thank you. That was part of my journey to becoming who I am today and why I serve today in the capacity that I serve in. Um, you know, it, and you have to think after divorce, women want to break down and forget that these children still need them. These children still need guidance. These children still need somebody that's going to show them and help them how to become productive citizens in society. And, you know, they want to just go lay down and say, oh, well, it's me. It's, you know, everything is about me. Everything is about me. But when there's children, everything is, is not about you. And you are showing and teaching those children, number one, how women treat men, how men treat women. So be mindful of when you are speaking about your ex-partner. Yes, honey. The children are listening. And sometimes now, they are speaking to the children. But, and you know what? I'm, I'm going to keep it 100. Because if, if your daddy was, uh, you know, mistreating me or whatever, I'm going to tell you that. I'm not going to have you growing up thinking he's got this halo over his head, but to make that the constant conversation and the barrage of bitterness, you know, when you just like your daddy, no, don't do that. Right. This is a right. different individual. 
or your daddy yes. this, or the other thing is, what is your daddy doing? That's not your child's job to report back. Girl, I know it's hard. I know it's hard, but trust me, they're going to tell you, oh, mama, mm -hmm. let me tell you what daddy did. Or let me tell you what mama did. Or mama has a new suitor or partner. All right. So this is another key element that's difficult is stepping in, the step parent, the new relationship. Okay. The first thing, in my opinion, is that the child has to be introduced to this. But you have to be clear as an individual, again, as Deborah said, of who you are. Is this a rebound? Is this a $1-800 freak? <laughs> you know, is, is this, you know, what is it, you know, is it casual? What is it and what value does it bring to you? But also, mm -hmm. what are the consequences to that? Just having a whole bunch of people uh, you know, that are unfit and unsuited because you're trying to figure out who you are around your child. That's just more ammunition for the other person to use in these custody battles because that's hard too. You were there for 17 years with the father, with the with with the mother, uh, or whatever the, the, the dynamics are at that time. And now you're consciously uncoupled and now you're going to try to break the child in two. You're breaking their spirit. You're breaking the very foundation, the nucleus of who they are as a person because they're looking to both of you. So mm -hmm. counseling, maturity, even if there's space, you have to figure out how to work that out. Right, Deborah? Yes, you absolutely do. And that is going to be one of the biggest transitions the children make or the child makes is step-parent, real mom, biological mom, step-parent, biological mom. Now for me, and I know it may be unpopular opinion, um, but because I did the work, the inner work, knowing who I am, when there, when the stepmom came into the picture, I, I, I knew, I looked at it as though we're sharing my children. She is going to be talking to my boys. She's going to be spending time with my boys. And all that mattered was she's a good person. And you have to take into consideration that the father is not going to uh, outwardly just pick someone that is going to abuse their children. Right. And no, like you say, it's not unpopular because, you know, my husband, <clears throat> he was never married before. But um, I'm best friends with his son's mother. Because mm -hmm. I want to get into the psyche of this person. That's know? right. Yes. Uh, that's and right. I want to put, and I know who I am. I want to pour mm -hmm. in the best that I have. Mm -hmm. I tread lightly. Mm -hmm. you know? I tread lightly. And the dynamics will change over time because they yes. will go into their own person. Mm -hmm. um, and so you don't want to be combative and talking about they mama and this, that, and the other. But on the same token, you can't come in here and tell me that I ain't your mom. No, I'm not your mother, mm -hmm. but I am your father's wife. Right. Yes. So what, but so I will talk to your mom. I will talk to your mom. And that that will straight that straightens them up right in and there. Right. I, I will, will tell her what's going on. Yeah, I will tell that her. Way. I will share with her what's going on. 
That's for surety, bro. Yeah, yeah, yes, it's that village that you are creating, you know, that small village for these children that is going to be nothing but a positive influence in their life. And you're hoping that that morphs into something beautiful because now you have somebody else to add love. You can never have too much love. Right. Mm -hmm. You can never right. have too much love. You can never have somebody to help with homework. <laughs> uh, <to make> <laughs> right. Somebody else to pick the kid up from the soccer game. Somebody to sit there and support you. That's your cheerleader. Mm -hmm. and, you know, mm -hmm. and look at that person as a, as an individual. But no, we're looking at, oh, you, you know, you done took my man. No, this person didn't take mm -hmm. your man. Maybe they did. But if he took your man, he wasn't your man. He wasn't your man. Okay. So that <laughs> that's that how that that how that works. And I've always said to myself, even 40 years of marriage, I don't want somebody that don't want me. Right. It just it just doesn't right. Fit right. Well. it doesn't taste good on the palate. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? And when you look at it like that and you say it like that, that right there should help you process your bitterness, your anger, your, 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 your desires for revenge. Because somebody didn't want to be married to you anymore. You hold them. You punish them by being angry. But that's a punishment. It's not affecting them in the way that you think it is. It's affecting you. It's affecting you. It affects your health. It affects your mindset. It affects your spiritual growth. It affects your soul because you permeate that deep within. And the more you speak on it in that negative way, the more it the more it just sits on that ground that you are fertilizing and it grows and it festers. And the next thing you know, you've got health problems that mm -hmm. like, I don't even know where this you came from. Does? It shrinks your capacity. It shrinks your capacity. You are and now playing small. Yes. Because you're, exactly you're right. pouring all of this into some negativity, you are not opening up the atmosphere of abundance. No. You are no. not allowing somebody else to come in and sweep you off your feet. Nope. Mm -mm. Okay, because you got the scowl on your face or you go out on a date and the first thing you talk about is your ex. Okay, well, now you got two exes because it's not a second date. I don't. There's not a second date. And I don't want to sit up here and talk about what that person did to you. Yes, you were hurt. We can have one, two conversations. And then after that, it's on to me and you. You know, there's not a single person on the planet that has not experienced hurt That's right. at some point in their life. It's about what you do with that pain. How you process it. Absolutely. So mm -hmm. tell my brains what they have to look forward to when they come and work with you, Deborah, outside of a deep conversation and some really, uh, really insightful personal introspective well you know when you work with me i've got several programs soul illumination is a 90-day program for women where it's for the woman who you know she's single she does not necessarily a divorced woman 
uh, someone who just wants to know themselves on a deeper level. And we go through, you know, your mindset, shifting your mindset, uh, learning to practice meditation, because that is where your deepest insights are going to come into play, um, where you just sit with being present. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're not focused on who said what, who did what, what am I supposed to do? I'm turning 30. Oh my gosh. You know, time is, time is getting <laughs> away from Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know what to do now. You know, I'm scared. I have no kids. I have no husband. So what? You know, you will not get anything that you do not have the capacity to receive. Mm -hmm. So the focus on that is let's open you up to being able to have the capacity to receive everything that is for you. Right. Absolutely. Yes. And then there's the oyster shell, turning pain into pearls. Mm. And that is for the divorced woman, the newly divorced woman who is absolutely in a state of disbelief, shock. I'm I'm devastated. I don't know what to do. You know, I'm not going to make it through this. Um, that's a six month intensive and we work together on the dynamics of the relationship, you know, and, and where you are now, where you want to be and how to get there. Because, you know, I, I took that from my inspiration for that was from the oyster. A small grain gets inside of the nucleus of the oyster. And it causes great pain, but it doesn't kill it. The oyster turns around, he coats it, and it coats it, and it coats it until he turns it into this beautiful pearl. And, you know, pearls are very sought after, gemstones. They're passed down. Um, so you can take that pain and turn it into something beautiful. And that's what we do in the oyster shell. Look at you. Okay. Rains, let me tell you about the pearls. You know what I'm saying? I'm clenching my pearls. Okay. Baby, I'm I love them. I absolutely love them. I love them. What you said is so valuable. Yes, exactly. What you said is so valuable. They are as rare and as precious as diamonds. Because mm -hmm. what happens is that they evolve and they become beautiful. And their luster shines just like the pressure of a diamond. That's right. A diamond will not come to fruition unless it is under intense pressure. Under pressure. And that is what we are. We are diamonds and pearls. Prince wrote about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Under pressure. <laughs> Let's have some fun questions about you before we conclude, Miss Deborah Houston. Mm -hmm. If you were an appliance, in the kitchen of all places what appliance would you be oh i'd be an oven <laughs> why you be the Girl, oven let's go let's heat up all right all right yeah i'd be the air fryer because <laughs> it's clean it's crispy it's juicy that's me <laughs> If you were a flower in the garden, what flower would you be? I'd be a tulip. I would be a tulip too. Why would you be a tulip? 
because they come in so many brilliant colors mm -hmm. and they're just they stand tall and they're just beautiful and when you put all the colors together it's just magnificent and so you know ladies uh men love tulips but i like them because after they bloom they go wild they just go, yeah. you know, and, and you know, you know, it's not like a, a rose or a, a, a Gerber daisy or something. They don't mm -hmm. just stand straight up, girl. They just go wherever they, they just go. go. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. If you yes. were a car, what car would you be? Oh my, if I were a car, oh, I think I'd be a Porsche. They're, they've been around for a very long time. Mm. They have a reputation of mm, <laughs> power. I would be Sex. a 1974 VW Volkswagen van. Girl, I'd have a mattress in the back with the hookah pie. Playing some slime in the family stone. I'd have flowers painted on the side. I'd just roll with it. Absolutely. I could just see myself transitioning. If you could time travel, past, present, or future, where would you land? Oh. I'd land right where I'm at, I think. I mean, you know, I don't I don't know what the future holds. Um, but just being present. Being present is so important. Being present, being present well, in the moment, not me, and getting I, what I'm supposed to get from this moment. Not me, girl. I would uh, go ahead and be in three thousand. I want to see. How they, <laughs> I want to see how they wear their hair. I want to see what the fashion is like, the conversation is like. You know, what the mindset is like. Yeah, I'm going straight. You know, straight to the future. <laughs> and in closing, Deborah. What do you want your legacy to be? What do you want people to say and think about the work that you've done and the contribution that you've left here? I want people to know or to say she truly, authentically cared and we could feel it. We could see it. She was very approachable. And I want my boys to be proud of that. Well, there's no doubt in my mind. And I'm going to give you your flowers and your pearls right now. Okay? Absolutely. Tell my brains how to reach out and get in contact with you, work with you, follow you on social media. Um, Visit my website, www.innerperspectivecoaching.com. And you can book a call there. There's no charge, no obligation. We'll just sit and have a beautiful chat. And that's you know, you can reach about. me also reach me on Instagram at innerperspectivecoaching.com. Or inner just innerperspective coaching on Instagram. Okay. Go get inward. Do some inward work. Don't worry about the outside influences because that's going to be there. What you have to worry about and be concerned about is how you process it, how you receive it, what you do with that information. Don't do self-harm. And the best revenge is success. Okay? So mm -hmm. I love you, Brains, deeply and completely. 
Go in and love, like, share, and subscribe. Love, like, share, and subscribe. Leave a comment. Share this with a person that you know that is in a tender space. Uh, do this work during the course of your divorce. Uh, or if you're even contemplating it, you could have a conversation with Deborah that can get you clarity where you may not have to end up divorcing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, do the work. I appreciate you and I value you, sister. Thank you. All right. I enjoyed Bye. it. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.